the Mortal Yogi Podcast with me, Dougal Meacham. Hey there, welcome, welcome to our second lecture talk thing on meditation. Uh, this is, of course, in our run-up to our upcoming Meditate 50-hour training, online training, uh, starting later this week. Um, so I'm in the mood, I'm in the vibe, uh, and I've been um, paying more attention to my meditation practice over the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, last session we talked about um, maybe the most important quality which is nurtured um, during uh, particularly a sitting practice and um, I think it's important uh, to not define meditation as only a sitting uh, practice really um, if meditation is about uh, becoming more aware of your mind so that you are able to lead a more uh, content life because that is the ultimate upshot of meditation as soon as you know your mind you 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 make different decisions because you realize your mind is only a, a piece of uh, is only one piece in decision making and in in day-to-day -day life um, so last week we talked about um, steadfastness or stability being 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 with yourself no matter what thoughts and emotions come through your head come through your heart and this week really the the quality i want to talk about is now you are now you are sitting maybe regularly uh, a couple of minutes a day or several times a day for short periods so you have this kind of I will whatever happens when I sit down I will sit no matter what comes to me I will sit down and take this time what instantly will come is of course a whole uh, a lot of thought a lot of ideas um, a lot of um, sometimes a deluge of um, creative ideas and good ideas and but things um, and the second quality that we begin to nurture once we sit down is a clarity in a Taoist tradition of meditation we call this Ming Xin Xin is often um, the mind, awareness, consciousness, and Ming is clear. It's uh, the character for Ming is a sun and a moon. So clear mind, clear consciousness. 
when you begin to sit, you be able to see more and more clearly what is happening. And not only in meditation, you'll see that regularly your mind spins off or you harden, you close down and you begin to catch the beginnings of these chain reactions sometimes or even all the time even neurotic uh, crazy out of control chain reactions for example you could have very uncomfortable thoughts or impulses even addictive thoughts and rather than act on them you're happy to label them maybe just thought or thinking or thoughts going on in my head not dive into them or get rid of them and try and suppress them because often we we shove thoughts under the carpet you know like uh, I'm not going there this is very common in the culture I live in right now in the United Kingdom people keep their you know this British kind of stiff upper lip is world famous for it, is we repress and don't have our thoughts and these stay with us subconsciously and so we must be clear here that meditation is supporting you it's not getting away from these things it's not a repression it's simply cultivating a non-judged mental unbiased clarity oh there comes an addictive energy here comes a bad habit here comes a uh, a sad emotion and these thoughts will come and go and you label them and they come again and this is will happen over and over again but as time passes you begin to see clar clearly the thoughts and emotions coming you begin to see that these are not you these are like the waves on a lake are not the lake they are waves on the lake the thoughts in the mind are not the mind because many of us identify solely with our mind so you begin to see understand yourself really who you are or this begin or begins to raise questions about who you are it's not a conceptual Freudian Jungian psychological analysis but if you allow this to happen over and over if you have a daily sitting regimen and even if you begin to sit for longer periods of time you'll see that these thoughts and ideas are like adverts on TV they the same ones come up over and over and over again. Maybe the advert itself changes, but the replay of the themes and the characters are the same. Scenarios might be different, but what often comes up is, oh, I need to do this, or I have to do that, or that's worrying, or that's great. Not only day after day or week after week, but month after month and year after year. And there is a good saying that you are the average of the thoughts that you think. 
that's either scary or a wonderful statement or a mix of those two. And the idea is not to repress them, oh, I don't want to be those thoughts, but just simply to get curious. Get curious. There's a wonderful story of a Buddhist nun, an American Buddhist nun, um, Mahayana Tibetan nun, who eventually became a uh, leather-clad or PVC-clad fetish clubber. <laughs> so she saw this coming up in her mind. She saw these drives, and she went, "I want to act out, and I want to go and uh, I want to go and live that life and have those experiences." And she, and she went and did it. So that's an extreme example, maybe. You begin to see your thoughts and emotions and not laying anything on them at this stage as right or wrong or pure or impure. This is not a confession or a Sunday morning church. You begin to just see your opinions and your judgments and your emotions and your ideas and your defense mechanisms. There's a lot going on here. Just watch. Like a third person, this is absolutely massive. This is steadfastness. You now hear it's almost like an unconditional... Um, friendship you know like a good friend will not leave you no matter no matter so you don't they don't split and they don't you don't not like what you see or you may not like but you label that well, somebody there doesn't like that this is absolutely huge you are your own best buddy this is compassion with who you are where you are right now as embarrassing and distressing and upsetting or wonderful as it is whatever comes this is really huge Ming Xin clearly seeing you might not even be aware that this is progress but it is you are getting to know yourself So clearly seeing is really the subject of today's in the way that I teach meditation and I practice meditation there's no it's not complex here but it's incredibly profound be steadfast with yourself last week just stay sit and stay but now Watch and just see. This is good, open-minded, open-hearted. And it leads to real, real love. Because through this succession of watching displeasing and difficult and happy moods and personality traits and urges and drives, you can see what Eastern philosophy, of course, where most modern meditation um, traditions have come out of, what Eastern philosophy is talking about. 
they say you can see reality not just thought thought is not reality thought is thought is thought reality is just stuff that happens not an, an opinion or an idea of what happens labeled with words and emotions that's an aspect maybe of reality but it's certainly not all of it we are so caught up in words and emotions and ideas and concepts and this is what the Ming Xin this is the clear heart or the clear mind it's like seeing through the clouds so you begin to see your opinions your ideas what regularly crops up in your mind and your thoughts and your emotions you're not laying anything on them, just seeing. Clearly see your judgments and your defense mechanisms, and your avoidance strategies. There's a whole lot of things to see here. This is, don't, don't belittle this, this is absolutely massive. This is an unconditional friendship with yourself. You're your own buddy. So a clear seeing. A clear seeing of whatever comes. This kind of practice is will take time it doesn't happen over overnight but it's through this that you will also just kind of an off spin also begin to understand other people because we're all like this we all have the same architecture I may have more lust or anger than you you may have more craving or addiction than I have I may have more jealousy Someone else may have more envy or loneliness. Or someone else may know a lot about unworthiness. Or have incredible self-belief. But through this Ming Xin, through this clear seeing, we begin to realize what everyone else has, just like us. Just like us, everyone else wants wants us wants to be happy. And many of these habits which get in our way seem to not budge, whether it is any of those things we just mentioned: jealousy, addiction, craving, loneliness, unworthiness. And so when you realize that they don't budge in ourselves, well, then you can see that others are dealing with the same, same phenomena, same challenge. If we could just sit down and meditate for a week and boom, everything would be gone. Well, then meditation would be, would be, you know, would be, everyone would be doing it. It would be better than any social media or face cream or drug or 
vacation. It would be the thing. If you could just sit down and a, a week later, you know, your life is, you're seeing clearly. <laughs> but actually, it takes a while. Why? Because we've been developing these thoughts and these ideas and these habits for a very, 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 very long time. So take your age. <laughs> for me, that's uh, 48 this month. And that's how many years you've been uh, practicing these habits. And if you believe in reincarnation or uh, coming back, well, you have multiple lifetimes. So you have even more work to do. So, of course, patience here. And a slap of kindness and a massive dose of humor. And the, the bizarre thing is that if you're in a rush for any of this, it actually slows the process down. Like, don't believe any of these quick routes. There are um, roads in uh, Zen Buddhism particularly for instant enlightenment. But those typically are in a culture of people who understand the culture of um, Buddhism or um, typically there's always there's always interesting discussions we can have about this so but typically it's a patient process of gradually loosening these habits and dissolving these habits and it's not there's no technique you're just steadfast just doing it again and again and again and again if anybody ever asked me what's the secret to nailing meditation overwhelmingly it's got to be repetition regular repetition and actually doing it so not only doing sitting on the mat but actually sitting down and watching thoughts this is the basis for i think and talking to many meditators, this is the basis for true, genuine understanding of people of different races and nationalities and cultures and etc. etc. Because this brings us to a very clear experience that we are all the same. We all have this very understandable emotional landscape. Once you see what's happening, there will be some things which you will need now to experience. I think it's important to state this because, particularly if they're distressful, some people will say, when I sit down and meditate, well, then I get more distressed. I get more... Um, all the stuff which I'm dealing with in life seems to become more intense and sharper and I'm doing it wrong and I don't want that to happen in meditation but this we have to remember is gradual there's a courage to sitting down and experiencing this it's not a quick fix and really I would say 
to be successful in meditation, if that is a thing, is don't set out to change anything. Because the word transformation and fixing and performance and levels is thrown around in yoga way too much. It's thrown around in spiritual practice and psychological healing way too much. But really, this, this approach that I'm dancing around here is passive. It's not something you do. It's something that happens the more you let go. The more you allow the process, amazingly, you never really feel that you've done anything. You just relaxed. Relaxed enough to experience what's always been there. This is very, very Zen. You're not sitting down to find yourself because that would suggest that you've been lost just to see that you've always been there this is sometimes called insight meditation in some traditions insights come not from conceptualizing and having a framework this is a Western or modern scientific approach to mental and emotional health and I think it's worth saying that Eastern philosophy says this is a total waste of time because conceptualization and words and ideas are the problem but we are such a conceptual intellectual culture Taking more concepts and ideas to fix concepts and ideas is, a, is an oxymoron, is a contradiction. Rather, let go and you'll see things as you've never seen before. Quite a crazy idea. So, seeing clearly and experiencing clearly Often in shorter meditations, you know, most of the stuff that will come into your head is what's for lunch. That smells weird. Mm, did I lock the door? Have I sent that email? Maybe weird songs come into your head or strange fantasies or often you get caught up and you could spend a shorter meditation just totally wrapped up in these maybe for half a second or so you notice that you are totally wrapped up in these and you relax and oh yeah I was thinking this is very common and this happens to me regularly I sit down sometimes and just think the whole time <laughs> yep but in longer sessions this is I think where the over time, this is something which people with maybe a more established practice will know, you will have suddenly deeper memories, even painful struggles or emotions, painful emotions come up. I, what I would have often, not often, but is, is, a, is a, an occurrence 
no matter how long I sit and how much yoga I do is I will have a times when I really question whether what I'm doing in life as a as a man with a wife and and children is whether I'm fulfilling my duties and responsibilities as father and husband and son to my parents and I look at my coping mechanisms for dealing with this anxiousness and these fears and that's what I mean these as you sit sometimes these these ideas with a lot of energy can come into your head and that's what I mean when you sit for a longer time you'll realize these are also come you realize you have a huge amount of energy that held down comes into your consciousness. So you look at a room of people meditating, there might be, it might look super spiritual, but there's, there's, there's a, a lot going on there. Hate and lusting and needing and regretting and loneliness and FOMO and and the most pornographic thoughts and the most violent thoughts and the most beautiful thoughts. You look and you go, wow. That looks, room looks very zen, but actually there's a huge amount of non-verbal stuff going on. Elon Musk, I really think, should go to meditation more and see if he could power the planet with all of the energy. <laughs> which is in a meditation room. But experiencing all of this stuff is important. Steadfastness, Ming Xin, clearly seeing and then experiencing this stuff. Maybe you have waves of deep depression or anxiety or whatever. The Buddha, if you look at iconic images of him towards, almost towards the moment where he achieved um, Nirvana or enlightenment, he has all these, these gorgeous women around him trying to seduce him and scary monsters and beasts who are intimidated that they will no longer have a host mind, if you like, to, to terrorize, like a like a parasite. But the Buddha is in the middle of, of them. You can see him under the Bodhi tree. He's just so chilled out. Like he's okay with all of this stuff. And that's, that's I think, the key. We're not avoiding any of this stuff. We're allowing these waves of things to come into our mind, into our body. And the, the Buddha, I think, knew his own mind and his energy. And he was intimate with it, he'd left his wife and children and abandoned his his family. He must have had stuff coming up. So you're you don't get away from this stuff, but this stuff no longer controls your life. You can see them just in the same way as you see weather coming and going. This is ginormous this is weighty weighty big stuff but it's not complex it just simply comes down to being with yourself sitting down steadfast 
and clearly watching these things come like a car coming down the road from a long way off in the distance and then if there's really gravitational heavy heavy stuff emotionally being there with it and experiencing these things sometimes you will have to walk away like if it's too heavy and too scary and too intense get up and then when you can when you're ready go back but over time this stuff begins to the energy begins to dissipate we don't normally do this the human modern homo sapien is not comfortable with things as they are we try to change them or push stuff away or adapt and that is i think one of the reasons why um, meditation is so difficult just experiencing what you got in meditation it's a gift meditation is not complicated but by not judging and by experiencing and being like chilled out like the Buddha and that is if you ever meet any um, regular meditators they are incredibly chilled they are anything that comes at them I've even read papers where gunshots have been fired and they barely flinch experienced meditators it's asking a huge amount of us but this is why we meditate I hope this uh, has been useful. And of course, I'd love to have you on our course starting uh, early October. Wherever you are, whenever you are, thank you for spending the last 30 minutes with me. Have a wonderful day. And go sit down sometime. Have a good one. Bye-bye.